Hello, everybody. This is Voice Entrepreneur with Ben Smith. So we've had a little bit of controversy this week. Uh, Yeah, it's a big week. Last night, TechCrunch published an article called Surprise, No One Buys Things Via Lexi. And Lexi, of course, is my code word for the Amazon device. This article, Surprise, No One Buys Things Via Lexi, was written by Devin Coldway. And in the article, Coldway uses some numbers published in a report from The Information that reveals that of the 50 million Lexi users, only 100,000 of them bought something via voice interface more than once. The other stat The Information mentions is that a million people have tried buying stuff using Amazon Lexi, but only 100,000 continued to do so. So there's a number of thoughts I had when I read this article. I mean, this is the name of the game. Amazon built these devices in large part so that they can continue to sell stuff. That's what Amazon does. So it feels like a big deal when we read an article saying that only 100,000 people have continued to buy things out of the 50 million Lexi users out there. But that's not really what I wanted to share with you today. What I really wanted to share with you today is that when I shared this post on the Voice Entrepreneur Facebook group, we really got an incredible response. I think it lit people up. So I wanted to share some of the incredible opinions from our Voice Entrepreneur community. Our members are the best. We have some of the best people in this community, in this field, thinking about voice, thinking about AI, thinking about how the next generation of devices are going to work. So let me share some of the incredible opinions we had. So in the Voice Entrepreneur Facebook group, Chris Malley said, The voice ecosystem needs to mature. Voice technologies need to be more open, like HTML. Our voice devices need to be like browsers. Just because I buy an Amazon Echo, I shouldn't be locked into the platform. I'm positive that Amazon wouldn't be as successful if they chose to create a computer that ran their proprietary software where customers could buy books. We need a voice-first browser that can run on any device for people to start buying Uh, things via voice. All right. That's a great thought by Chris Malley. Thank you, Chris Malley. Here's another. Here is a highlight. I I took a um, a few thoughts from Robert Mendez. And Robert Mendez says, shopping by voice is completely boring. At least uh, Jeff Bezos itself himself has never said that Lexi is an e-commerce machine. He described Lexi in relation to e-commerce more like the dash button. He also described Lexi as a helper to help with routine tasks and not as an assistant, not as a search engine. He goes on to say, I believe that voice first is an add-on to historical use of media with screens and will change but not revolutionize media use. At last, just nobody understood that voice bots are personal virtual assistants and not a crappy FAQ machine 
or an e-commerce wonder. The press and marketers better just shut up and voice first maybe can find can better find its way to the best use cases and its users. All right, that's a great thought. Thank you, Robert. Here's another one. This one's from Roger Kibb. Roger says, I'm not surprised. This is following the same path as other new technologies in retail. I have many years of experience in retail tech, and this is following a path of previous technologies, in particular mobile. I remember sitting in many meetings in the past with lots of fretting over mobile strategies. No one is buying on mobile. What are we all doing wrong? Well, we all know that this is now a non-issue. The problem then and the problem now is that the wrong question is being asked. The focus is on the conversion, but not the shopping journey or funnel. Customers' shopping journeys today often involve multiple touch points, web, mobile app, physical store, before they complete a purchase. The question to ask is, can voice be part of the journey? Does a voice presence and a customer interacting via voice lead to more sales? Do customers learn and get inspired by voice? Is it creative to sales for customers to interact via voice? The answer in 2010 for mobile was a mobile presence was important to customers, that they completed their purchase on the desktop web or in store. Gradually, the shifted in today conversion on mobile can be excellent. I see voice in the same position. Another fantastic thought, and that, that was from Roger Kibb. So thank you, Roger. I really love that. I love that you're comparing this to mobile and that it feels a lot like 2010. And you reminded us that mobile shopping on mobile wasn't always what it is today. I really like that. All right. Uh, next one. Tamim Swad said, what about voice and screen? I do believe the more seamless this combination is going to be, the more will happen here. But it's a big challenge to build robust systems that do scale and have an accuracy of 99% to understand what you want. So if you say, I need an organizer for my desk, bamboo, no, not so big, smaller ones, any major flaws here? What's similar to this one? Okay, that's cool. I want it. That's what he's looking for. So to me, great thought. Great thought. I really like that as well. Uh, I think that uh, for, for me, video has always, you know, these two have always gone uh, exceedingly well together. We need to have this happen. Christina Harrison Francis said, so many great comments. I wasn't surprised by the article either, partly because I use Lexi mostly for household commands and listening to music. I've started to order things on Lexi, but just never completed or finished in order. So the real issue here is conversion and convenience. I also still enjoy the habit and the experience of physical shopping. It's still early, though. It took me a while to adapt to text messaging until the convenience of texting overshadowed the experience of talking directly to a person. So, Christina, that is really smart, and I, I really enjoyed hearing that you have never completed or finished an order. So that suggests to me that there is something in the checkout experience, the funnel experience, that continues uh, to need help and refinement. So I really like that comment. And then finally, uh, our friend Kane Sims said, 
Those numbers aren't even that bad for something so early. It's written to make it sound worse than it is. Out of 50 million, only 100,000 are repeatedly shopping. That sounds low, but later in the article it says that out of that 50 million, only 1 million have even tried shopping in the first place. So 49 million have tried shopping at all. That's one sign of how early it is. However, of the 1 million who have shopped, 10% have done it again. That's not a terrible baseline. So I completely agree with Kane Sims here. I actually did the math when I was reading as well. I was like, wait a minute, uh, 10% of people that have tried it keep doing this. That is really not a bad number at all. However, I agree that for a device where supposedly one of the main features is shopping, we should see more than 1 million people uh, trying shopping out of 50 million. I would think that the number would be closer to 20 to maybe even 25 million. That's where I thought we might have people trying this experience, but we're just not there yet. So I thought we just got these incredible posts. We got these incredible comments from the people in our Voice Entrepreneur Facebook group. If you want to be part of this conversation, come join our Voice Entrepreneur Facebook group. It's really easy. Just search for Voice Entrepreneur in Facebook. You'll find us. We have, I don't know, at last count, about 1,200 members. We're going strong. So uh, I have a feeling this conversation is going to be raging all week long. And if you have any thoughts, if you've done shopping on Lexi, let me know. We are starting to do video, and I'd love to video you. I would love to interview you. We want to keep going on this. This is one of the biggest topics in this space today. So hope you enjoyed today. Hope you liked hearing some different voices. So thanks again to all of the incredible people we had sharing comments. Robert Mendez, Chris Malley, uh, Roger Kibb. Tamim Swad, Christina Harrison Francis, and of course, Kane Sims. So thanks all, and I will talk to all of you tomorrow.